what you hearing. This is what you hearing. Listen. This is what you hearing. Listen. This is what you hearing. Listen. X go give it to you. Okay, on today's episode, we're talking to Michelle Gallagher. Um, I came across Michelle on social media, whereby she started talking about how she was now doing lots of her valuations virtually. Um, And it's something that I personally have spoken to agents about for a number of years, about how they don't really need to go around people's houses anymore to value them. And and every agent I've ever spoken to about has has told me I'm mental. Um, So when I saw uh, these posts, uh, from Michelle talking about this, uh, it really intrigued me. And I've since spoken to her a little bit more about it. And I thought it'd make a really interesting podcast. Uh, I've also got Rob Brady here with me today, one of our elite performance coaches. Um, so before we get into things, uh, Michelle, are you okay just to give us a little bit of a background on yourself and the company? Sure. So I'm Michelle Gallagher. Um, I'm an estate agent of 20 years, this July actually. Um, I'm what I call an accidental estate agent in the fact that I fell in love with a man and the job came with him. (laughs) Um, My background was sales and marketing, so I used to look after JDG's advertising back in the days of traditional newspaper adverts. Yeah, Um, okay. So, yeah, we're a husband and wife team, um, very good team with us. There's about 10 of us in total when we're fully manned, just nine at the moment. And star of the show is my little doggy boots. And whereabouts are you guys based? Up in Lancaster in the northwest. Okay, cool. Okay, so 20 years um, in a state agency, it's not like you've just sort of rocked up and thought, you know what, I'm just going to do it how uh, how the modern world works. What what was it? Uh, was it? Was it simply a case of coronavirus or was there some other reason that you decided uh, to, f- to do your very first valuation virtually and how did that go and what sort of tech did you use to do it okay so coronavirus probably was the catalyst mm-hmm. i'd been looking the fact that i'd worked with video email marketing for a couple of years um, and also videos in terms of presenting properties to clients through facebook lives um, and pre-records never before done a virtual valuation um, coronavirus obviously happened my husband, probably a month before we got locked down, predicted we were going to get locked down. And I took great interest in something Luke St. Clair was talking about, which was the virtual valuation as to what was he talking about? How would it work? How could I implement it? Um, did some designs to kind of promote it. And my husband said on day two of lockdown, crack on. <laughs> crack on good luck I'm glad I've got yes. you <laughs> so um, the choice was I already had a diary full of appointments um we were working out what to do with the viewing appointments obviously um, we did some virtual viewings on a three-way whatsapp call and for valuations as John said to me they can hardly say they're busy they can't say they're out somewhere so call them and say I've got an idea Okay, so um, perhaps the public were more receptive to you because of the circumstances. Um, but then, you know, shortly after the initial uh, shock of the first lockdown, estate agents 
were allowed to reopen and allowed yeah. to start doing face-to-face valuations. Did you stop your virtual valuations then or did you did yeah. you carry on? Completely carried on. Um, there was a personal concern about coronavirus, if I'm honest with you, but also we saw the success we we're actually having with them, the conversion rate success. And also the feedback from clients was the most surprising element of it all when people actually started saying they preferred it virtual to actually real life. Love that. Oh, my God. It's like these things that I've dreamt in my head and everyone said you're meant to. It can't work. Hearing you say that is like music to my ears. I mean, who wouldn't prefer to have a virtual conversation with an estate agent and have them actually come around their house? So, you know, it's amazing. So, OK, if I, but if I play devil's advocate with that, you know, there's, yes. there must be loads of estate agents out there that are thinking, oh, no, that just wouldn't work in my area. If I said to people, I want to have a valuation on Zoom, people would say, oh, you can't even bother to come around my house. So what's the reality when you say to somebody, perfect, uh, you'd like to get a valuation? How do you then take them from there where they're expecting you to book an appointment face to face to the point whereby they're happy to have a, a Zoom conversation? OK, that I mean, that obviously we've been through more training on this in the office because as restrictions ease, more people did say, can't you come out? So I'm not saying I never go out, um, but I'm trying to restrict it now to just one day a week. Mm -hmm. And that is when somebody can't. I've had a couple who won't. And then I take a viewpoint of how do I feel about that myself? Is it a client to want or not? And the viewpoint alters dependent. So we generally start the conversation with, do you have a smartphone? Mm. Um, And people go, Yes, why? Welcome <laughs> to the world of virtual valuations. Love and it. by doing it like hearted, they say, what? And then we chat to them and the reasons and say, you know, actually what we found is more people actually prefer it this way. Um, and trust me, when you actually have the experience at the end, I'll ask you. Um, and I mean, my eldest client doing it was 92. Yeah, yeah. So I, I actually rang him back to say, I've just been told you're 92, I'll come out and see you. And he said, are you treating me like I'm stupid? <laughs> so I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm sorry. So it's, would you say that the virtual valuation, I mean, let's just stick with the process for a minute. Let's just finish that bit off. So, so the person says, okay, yeah, great. Well, why not? Let's try that. And uh, you you book a time and a, and a date with them whereby you're going to do that. And then what do they do? Do they walk you around the house or do you just have a conversation about your, yeah. your process? Yeah, so basically they book the valuation appointment and my colleague will let them know that I'll connect generally via WhatsApp. Occasionally it's FaceTime, you know, or they might say, can you do it via Zoom instead? And we just make sure they've got the Zoom downloaded to the mobile phone because you can't really walk around with your laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, I then send them an introduction video email which basically thanks them and explains the process. Um, again, it's very lighthearted. It's the videos only a couple of minutes. I've literally got my smartphone in front of me telling them I'm going to bring them on this. Yeah. Um, and then they have the some paperwork on there, some buttons to press, which basically, um, well, first one is just our valuation presentation that I would have used to take out in a little booklet. The second button is um, a link to Data Loft with the market reports, just so they can see what's happening in the market for their postcode. And then the third button is the hated right move graph, 
which I'm a fan of because it demonstrates the success of the sales and sh actually shows them that we are getting the results and it works. Yep. yep. Um, and I send that out as a pre-val. Yeah, great. And then uh, they answer the phone on the, the time. And uh, well, first of all, do you get many that don't turn up? No. Okay. So they answer the phone and then the process goes, what, do you want to show me around the house? Is that a bit no. awkward? Or no, not at all. So basically answer the telephone. So I say, hi, just check I've got the right person. Um, because I have called the wrong person before and that was awkward because they were actually in bed under covers. <laughs> so a little bit more than I wanted to. Um, was really relieved when they weren't my clients because it'd been even worse if they were. Um, yeah, so I do check. Um, and then I generally say something along the lines of, welcome to my bizarre world of virtual valuations. And I generally get back. Some, some people say, oh, it's a bit weird. Mm. And I'll say, do you do many video calls? And that tells me everything I need to know because they're either going to say, fine, oh, yeah, I'm on Zoom all the time with work. You know, this is much better. I'm working from home. Or they're going to go, I don't know what to do. And then, obviously, your tone of voice, say, don't worry, I'll talk you through it. Yeah. Um, and we have a conversation like we're having now, but I'm fact-finding to say, look, I've got loads of information from the team. Um, or we spoke on the phone yesterday, you know, I believe you're moving to Surrey for a job or, you know, you've just renovated your home. Just like you would do sat down as your initial chat. Yeah. And, and then, do you find... Sorry, I'm sorry go, on. Go, on, go on, carry on. I was going to say, then I basically ask them if they'll just flip the camera, tell them how to do it, touch the bottom left-hand button, um, and then tell them that they have me big on the screen and the house little in the corner. Touch that, so that goes big. Um, you can now see what I can see. Let's have a walk around. Awesome. And you said, you mentioned there, you know, you've got your fact finding about, you know, what their circumstances are and stuff. Do you find, I, you know, obviously most agents should do that before they go on evaluation. They should do the fact finding. You should, the valuer should know what they're walking into. Mm. But more often than not, estate agents don't do that. And so the valuer ends up walking into a valuation that they don't know anything about. Do you find um, that because you're doing a, the online valuation, the team do that more thoroughly or did they always do it thoroughly anyway? No, they've, or? they've always been very good on that. The, um, so they always know I want to know about the house, any improvements they've made in the past five years that I should know about. Um, and then we always ask why they're thinking of moving. Yeah. So that way, then I know if it's going to be, I'm not going to say an instant sign up, but something of urgency. Yep. Or if they're thinking the next 12 months um, and why JDG. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, okay. So you, you they take you around the house and then do you generally give them the price that, as you would sitting there with them uh, on the phone or do you usually sort of send it to them afterwards? No, or? on the phone. Full valuation on the phone. So they give me a guided tour around. They see I've got my pad and my notes. Um, yeah. I ask them to go close on things, show me this. Yeah. Um, I say, can you just raise it up so I can just see your ceiling off Fabulous Corner saying, great, just go around the top for me. Um, and have you, have... It's just like you'd normally in there in person. Yeah. Um, then when we've and... done that, I say, make yourself comfy. I might say, pop the kettle on, we'll both have a brew. Um, <laughs> you know, and quite often I'll make, put my coffee machine on, they'll put their coffee at their end on. And then we'll sit down. Um, 
but also before the show at the very beginning, I showed them data, not data loft, um, Sprift. Yep. So I can say to them, just to let you know, um, I've done a lot of homework before the call. Can I just check this is your house? Well, I know it is, but yeah. it involves them to reassure them. Um, I've got you here on Google Earth aerial view. Um, if I've got information like the square footage, the PC, the plot size, I'll let them know, are you aware your house is 1,263 square foot? Most go, is it? Or didn't know that. Um, and then I'll also let them know, I said, I've got loads of information here. I can even tell you what your broad broadband speed is. Right, okay. So that probably so, puts them at rest a little bit. Yeah, and it kind of helped build that trust element. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And do you find that, um, well, I've got two, two questions really now. Um, the first is, do you find that the virtual valuation is step one towards having a face-to-face? -face? And step two, and the other question I wanted to ask is, do you find that other agents try to use this against you in some way? So your first question is, no, it's just the, the normal valuation step. The instructor's normal, and we move on to photo stage. Okay. Um, and, the, and the one with the, uh, do other agents try and use it against you? Yes. Okay, so, so the other agents are out there saying, well, what can she tell? She's just sitting in her bedroom. She doesn't know, like, you know, what your house is really worth and blah, 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 blah. But yet still still people are instructing you, and that, that must be working quite well if you like showing the right move graph, which, by the way, I don't have any problem with the right move graph. But if you like showing it, it says to me that the instructions are going pretty well. So regardless of the fact that agents are saying oh, it's not a real valuation. They don't know what they're talking about. People are still instructing you. So why? What, why is that not working? Why, why are the other agents not... Why is that argument not landing very well with people? I don't know. I mean, I say to people, you know, I want you to decide yourself at the end if it works or not. Yeah. Um, I tend to find that people say I'm a lot more thorough, but I always have been a lot more thorough. Um, I do tend to find myself I'm a lot more focused on a video call it's a lot easier to keep on track as to yeah. where you should be in the appointment but still have the personal chat um i mean i got a really really nice review left on get agent um, only a few days ago from somebody who hasn't even come to the market because i said to her let's you don't want to sell so let's pursue the other avenues and i think the first thing is to get the mortgage advisor to say can you keep your house yeah because if that's what you want to do, let's explore that avenue first. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think if you just think of it, how estate agency has been done for forever, an estate agent somehow thinks that they've got an advantage over you because they're going to the house. Personally, I would say you've got an advantage over them because you're not wasting my time and coming to my house and I don't have to pretend to we don't have to pretend to be mates when you first walk in and we don't have to you know do this whole facade I can just have a business relationship with somebody online an expert in the area who's like you say you've you've shown me your credentials you've shown me you know what you're talking about I've shown you around the house you've given me some good advice wow that's even better and I you know I can interact with you whenever I like really within reason as opposed to this guy who came around my house or this girl who came around my house and just, you know, there's just no, no real need for it anymore. If somebody did say to you, kind of covered it at the beginning, if somebody did say to you, like, I'd still like you to come, then I guess you, 
You're not against that idea, are you? No. no. Um, I mean, basically, you know, I am double jabbed. Yeah. You know, so that's that's no that's no longer an issue. Um, I do take my precautions very carefully. So I have my hand sanitizer and my face mask, so it's not an issue. And as I say, there are some clients out there who can't, they don't have a smartphone. Hmm. Um, I've got one client who really was anti and she's been a client for, well, since longer I was at, at JDG. Yeah. You know, so I went out to see her, but I'm saying to them, there's an alternative. Um, it actually gives you more control because if you really don't like me, you can just slam the hood down on me or switch me off. Yeah. And and would you say that it it works equally as well with sales and lettings, or do you just work on one of those? Um, on, on lettings, I have done a couple of lettings ones. I mean, I don't do the lettings valuations. My colleague does. We normally do go out to those. Yeah. And in the main, that's because the person's also travelled to the house from a distance. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So yeah, course, I'm not course, saying yeah. it won't work on lettings, yeah, but, but you're I'm asking more confident on sales and my abilities. Yeah, of course, because lettings, you're asking the person to travel there and do a video tour for you. It almost seems as if you can't be bothered, I guess, as opposed to me just showing you around my house. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are some where people do travel and I still do this with them. And some people have actually requested it. You know, okay. I took off the, I had a pinned post on my Facebook page about this and I unpinned it to put something else there. And I got asked, am I still doing them? Because that's what they wanted. Brilliant. Okay. Rob, have you got any uh, questions around that? Uh, two questions. Uh, what type of profile of age bracket or type of profile are your clients? Oh, good question. So we deal with a lot of academics because we are an academic city. Um, I mean, 92% of my sales are below £250,000. But, but don't forget, I'm in the Northwest. So when you're talking house sales above 500000 in a normal year, there's probably less than twenty five. Yeah. This year's not a normal year or last year. But most of our, 92% of all the stock is below, is below 250000 but a lot of academics, university, and of course, they're still working from home anyway, and they're used to Zoom meetings and calls. Um, but I cover, I cover all basis. Um, I mean, I've got a few, a few ex-local authority houses that we're selling. Um, and the most expensive house that we've just sold, which was off a WhatsApp call, we did the valuation, was 700000 Um, They also had a upfront agent at, is it 995, the upfront agent charges, um, national, and they also had another estate agent who said they do 0.75% fee. Mm -hmm. Um, We're 1.5%. So if the average average house price is around 200,000, then a 700,000 pound property in most areas, probably the equivalent of one and a half million, something like that really, isn't it? It's, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's, 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 it's big, big, big money up where, where you're based. Yeah. And um, the other agents were all face-to-face, but I was virtual. But you've just got to build your rapport. And I suppose a lot of that also comes in through your Facebook marketing, because every time somebody books a valuation, their email address is added to my Facebook. And there's a separate drip campaign going out for that. So I want them to know us before we get there. Yeah. 
Um, now, so that helps. Sorry. Sorry. What sort of marketing do you do around this? Do you make do you do a big thing about the marketing, or is it a case of when someone comes to you, this is the experience they have, or do you make something that's unique about it? I was doing, when we were in lockdowns, very much pushing the virtual valuation using Facebook paid adverts um, and also from, you know, applicants going into a drip campaign of how we're doing things for COVID safety. Because of the number of agents using it against me, I then dropped promoting it sort of in that way because I want the phone call from the actual client just to book the valuation. Yeah. And then a big thing has been monitoring, are we actually losing any clients who say, no, I can't do that. Yes. So last month, there was only one that called back to say, I want to cancel because I don't want to do that. Because another agent had said, blah, 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 blah. So mm. we said, if you feel that way, it's absolutely fine. We will come out and see you. Yeah, okay. Um, obviously, for most agents, you know, the last 12, 18 months have been as busy a time as, as they can remember. So do you feel like, you know, if things just start to calm down, you, you, you might have to go back to doing more face-to-faces or do you feel like this is it now? This is, this is the way forward? I think this is the way forward. I certainly want it to be. Um, obviously, if I was really, really fighting backlash and losing business, then of course I'd go back out. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, whilst, whilst we can make this work and offer a full service, mm. because I genuinely believe a client is getting no less of me. Mm. Um, so whilst the client is happy and the results are happening, then I'm actually more than happy to continue with it. It's crazy, isn't it, really? Because like I was saying before, the, the other agents feel like they're doing something better by going out to the house. And that's the natural way of thinking about it because that's how it's always been. But I remember once we had a client that um, I wouldn't say I, I convinced them to do it, but I, they'd been to a few of our a few seminars that I'd been doing, and I was talking about how you know you could move away from the high street; it's a possibility. And uh, then they came to me one day and said, "Right, we've been talking about it, and we're going to move to this pub away out, away from the high street, and we want you guys to help us with some sort of marketing campaign to." to make sure that the other agents don't tell everyone we've just gone out of business and all of that sort of stuff. And they spent about, I don't know, 30 minutes really trying to stress to us that they weren't doing it to save money. They, they thought it would be better for the company. And, you know, it was, it, they thought it was going to be really good and really trying to sell it to us. And at the end of that, I said, you don't have to sell it to us. We already think it's a better idea. <laughs> like you have to sell it to yourself somehow. And, you know, you've, You've experienced it now. You can see, like, you haven't done, you're not doing Zoom calls because, ah, I can't be bothered to go to the house and, you know, it'll save us money. It's a better experience, yeah. right? A client get. I mean, a client gets a full hour of me. You know, some calls are shorter. I had a one-bed flight yesterday. Um, it was only 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, the guy pretty much made his mind up who's using us anyway, so there was no need to string things out and he was going back to work literally on a zoom call working from home so but the, the majority of calls t- take the full hour so it's not like 10 minutes and i go put the kettle on for 50. Yeah. um i still do my full follow-up so i will research properly um the only thing i suppose i'm saving from saving anything is traveling time yeah does that, does that allow you to get more in done during a day then 
visit, not visit-wise, but virtual visit-wise? Yeah, um, I can do, I mean, I like to do four a day. I will do five when I'm busy. Um, the rare occasion I've done six when it was really, really busy. I feel sorry for person number six and myself. <laughs> yeah. um, and don't forget, I've also got lots of other roles in the company to do anyway, because I am very much hands-on. So it's brought me back a bit of time. But ultimately, the big shock for me was actually a lot of the clients saying they've preferred it over the face-to-face -face people. Yeah. Would, would, if you was training, if you took on a new member of staff to do evaluations, would you be training them to do them this way or would you, would you just let them carry on doing face-to-face? -face? Both ways. Both, yeah. Um, but, but would you, I mean, would you still say that as a company you'd offer that that virtual valuation first, regardless of whether it was you yes. or not. I mean, often as a, as a business, you know, when it's the business owner, yeah, it's okay, I can do this and I can do that, but no one else can do it. Or would you say, no, it's just going to become, we're going to try and make it a process in the company generally now? It's, it's got to become a process in the company, um, especially, when, especially when a client is actually saying it works better. Yeah. Um, as I say, I don't want to alienate any customers. And if I've got somebody who is older, um, I had a client who went out to see last week, but I mean, she's lost her husband. She's 88. She, she's most, she's not very mobile. A daughter was coming down from Carlisle to sit with her, but mum wanted very much to be part of the decision-making of her own future. And I said that, I totally understand. Let me come out and see her. Yeah, yeah that's right. I mean, as you say, it, it, is, it doesn't sound like you're against the idea of going out to, to see somebody, but... Is there any need? That's the first thing to find out, isn't there? Do you, do you want me to come and see you? Or, you know, have you, like you say, have you got a smartphone? Are you happy to do a video call? And we can, you know, save each other some time. And the proof is in the pudding, ultimately, isn't it? You know, from your point of view, um, are you, you're not, I'm guessing you're not noticing any particular drop off in business. Otherwise, you would have stopped doing it. Is that right? Yeah, if, if anything, well, I mean, I can tell you now my conversion rates increased. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm converting at, if you count every appointment I go to, I'm converting at just over 55%. Wow, need to put your fees up. <laughs> um, you know, and I'm not saying I don't lose things, you know, um, but there's a lot of business out there that I've been to that's not come to the market yet. But then, of course, they're going to various drip campaigns and market report updates, um, which I can see who's opening what where and depends as to what I do with them then. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. I love it. It's, it's, uh, it's so refreshing to hear because, you know, we talk to so many agents and we, we, we obviously being a tech company are always talking about innovation. And it's so hard sometimes to get people to see outside of the way that they've always done it. So to, you know, to hear that story, it, it gives me, it makes me feel like there's, there's life in a state agency yet. <laughs> if, if there's anything, I've got to give, I mean, I know I'm the one carrying them out, but a lot of credit also has to go to my husband because there has been moments where I've been knocked and it has upset me and it has hurt me. And I've thought, should I be going back out? And he's the one that says, but it's working. Yeah. You know, and he, and I, he tells yeah. me, don't worry about anything until I worry. When I'm worried, you can worry. But until that, just forget worrying. I think estate agents, a lot of the time, like they... I mean, it's natural for any anyone who's in a uh, a position whereby you're you're pitching something to somebody for them to want to go ahead. But 
they a lot of the time, a lot of the estate agents that I speak to get too worried about people that are not the right customers for them. You know, it doesn't mean that what you're doing is wrong. It just means that that person's not right for the way that we do business. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we meet, I meet estate agents all the time whereby our system's not for them. That's fine. It doesn't make us wrong or them wrong. It just means that we're not supposed to work together. And the same for estate agents, you know, just because you sell and let houses, that doesn't mean that everybody who's going to sell and let a house is the right, is the right customer for you. Uh, if you explain what you do and you talk about your values and the way that your company works and they like it, brilliant. If they don't like it, there's very little point in trying to bend over backwards to please them because it's always going to end in disaster, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. You know, if a client's very awkward from the very beginning, you've got to ask they're only going to get worse or I can't meet their demands. I mean, I've just had a house which I've instructed at um, 400,000. Um, the, of the family members, one of them I knew was very pro me. The other one had a relationship with a real estate agent already. So it was kind of which way is this going to go? And one of the requests was that I personally conducted all the viewings. I can't service that. No. I know I can't service it. I know I can't even do one viewing out of goodwill and hope it sells and because of the rest. So I said, this is what I can do. And I can't do this, but I do have two very, very good guys in my team who do all my showings, have excellent conversion rates, and they're the ones that's bringing these sales in. Yeah. You know, the results that I'm showing you and the percentages we're achieving aren't done by me, they're done by them. Yeah. But this upfront bit is done by me, and I can promise you my bit that I can do. Um, but she actually came back and respected the fact that I was very clear as to what I can and can't do. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Okay, is there anything else you wanted to ask, Rob? No, it's great. Yeah, as I say, like you've 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 totally restored my faith in estate agency <laughs> that there is a future, that people do want to innovate, and there is a way forward. It's a whole customer experience. It's not a oh, I did video calls and my conversion rate went up. You actually planned out the customer experience properly. Yeah. And now they get a they get a SPRIFT report, they get a pre-email, they get a great presentation while you're on the call, you tell them how to do it, they get a great follow-up. It's the whole customer experience is what is working, isn't it? And the, the, whether it's face-to-face -face or whether it's virtual in between is irrelevant almost. Uh, it's, it's amazing what you're doing. I hope you continue to do it. Um, and... Just thanks very much for all of the all of the time that you've spent with us and for explaining that. No, thank you for having me. And thank you for my award. I was most excited. Yeah, no problem at all. You are our most innovative estate agent for June 2021. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Fuck what you heard. It's what you hear it. It's what you hear it. Listen. It's what you hear it. Listen. It's what you hear it. Listen.